Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeBreez, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. Alright, now we are going to be talking all things Arsenal and what a time to be doing so with uh, Dan Fitzpatrick, who you may know um, from coming on this show a lot, writes for EPL Index. He's on Twitter at the underscore jersey underscore fits. Dan, not really the best season for Arsenal, but it ends on obviously a highlight as you pick up the FA Cup trophy. Not the best season? What are you talking about? Don't know. No, no idea. Uh, no <laughs> Nothing idea. happened before uh, <laughs> yesterday. No, obviously. The season is one day long. Don't you know that? Come on. It is interesting that our worst season in 20 years still ends in a trophy. That's, you know, we've, we're pretty spoiled. Hmm. Um, as, as is just blatantly clear, if you're on the internet, Arsenal fans are spoiled. But, um, yeah, uh, it was a nice start to the season, but really just throughout we were underperforming. Our numbers were not good. Our performances, especially second half of the season, were just not not they needed to be. The objective, I mean... The fan objective was at least win the title. I'm sure the manager and the squad wanted that as well, even if we were never favorites or second favorites or even, you could argue, third favorites for it. But that was still the objective, and we got nowhere close to reaching it. Um, didn't even make Champions League. Not a great season overall, but it was a nice way to end it with the FA Cup yesterday. In what couldn't, I genuinely not sure I could have asked for much more out of that match, outside of maybe an other goal. If that goal with a shot in whatever it was the 85th minute yeah, where he hit the post and gone in i'm not sure i could have asked for much more because that was really just fantastic yeah that was obviously uh impressive uh what do you think you you mentioned the europa league thing you don't have to say it again i can um what do you think uh, the impact will be at the club from missing out on champions league obviously this is not a thing that's happened at the club in a very long time um I'd like to think our finances won't be as affected as they could have been at one point. It'll still obviously have an effect, but I think the bigger effect will be attracting players without it. Yeah, I think that'll be the biggest effect. And then, you know, playing Thursdays sucks. Um, We'll have to get used to playing that, but we are at least used to European football every year. So that's hopefully less of a drop, but it's still a pain. Um, And yeah, traveling to some random country some random team in Uzbekistan is gonna suck uh, that's not gonna be fun or <laughs> wherever the random teams we get play it's that's gonna not be fun at all but but I'd say the biggest impact will probably be on attracting players as opposed to paying for them uh, a lot of people were talking about the futures of some of your bigger players uh, during the season even when it looked like you were going to be in top four do you think it will not only impact the players you may be able to bring in but some of the players that could be on the way out yeah, I think Alexis will leave. Although he may have left week whether we play even if we scraped fourth, he may have left anyway. But I think without Champions League, he's very likely to leave, which is going to suck because he's obviously fantastic. Um, was the other one. I'm I'm less certain he'll leave. I kind of have a good feeling about him just because he really likes the, he genuinely really likes the club and likes the city, specifically the city and the lifestyle he gets there. And I feel like it'll be less big clubs will be will want to work to fit him into their team because he's kind of he's a specialist player and he's t- he's tougher to fit in in this year of football when fewer teams are using tens and fewer teams are using are using such specialist playmakers so i think i'm not sure I, 
the other teams will be looking to offer him the money we will. I, I'm not sure he'll stay, but I'm more confident about him than I am Alexis. So it will likely cost us Alexis. It may cost us Ozil, but maybe not. Interesting. And it is interesting to hear you say you, that, that may have been the case regardless. So maybe it isn't just down to that. I, th- I think it's... Alexis is... The best term is probably mercenary, but that has a really negative connotation that I don't mean to bring to it. He just wants to get he wants to get paid a lot of money and win things. That's exactly what a footballer should want. That's it's, it's a, a job. Like, perhaps. Yeah, it, it's a job. It's like football's a job. Yeah. If you're working at some company and another company is going to do better things for you and pay you more, you're obviously going to go there. Right. Like this is just it's a job, and that's totally fine. And he's very good at it. He has every right to if he wants to go to his club. That's definitely going to win leagues then that's and pay him a lot of money to do so then that's fine i think we would have had a better chance keeping him with champions league, with champions league and it would have been more 50 50 maybe even like 60 40 staying but i think there's would have still been it, there at least would have been a dark cloud hanging over us over the summer until he had signed or not signed that extension because i i would have been worried about it regardless mm. interesting um, not the only decisions being made at the club. Uh, Arsene Wenger obviously had a tumultuous year from his own fan base. You could say that. From external sources, certainly. Um, Just everyone, really. <laughs> right. What, what do you think of uh, his long-term position at the club? Um, well, and sorry, has it changed, has it changed I, since yesterday, I, either with you or within the fan base? Uh I try not pay attention to the fan base. To be honest, <laughs> okay, it's really toxic. Um, <laughs> like, come on, guys. I'm not putting myself through that if I don't have to, and I don't have to. So go away, all you stupid Arsenal fan TV people who have made the club as toxic as it is, or at least contributed to it. Which I will stand by that position. Hey, but at least they get I views I because uh, fans of other clubs can mock them. Yeah, well, it's good. They're great for other clubs. For our club, it's just. I will. I'll die on that hill. The fact that they have made the cl- they have at least contributed to the toxic atmosphere around the club because fans feel more self-important and and, and it like, made it more can, hot take and more willing to protest anything under the sun. Yeah, and like do it actively at the games. In fact, actually, Wenger had a, or he was in his presser after the game. He said his presser before the game. He said he felt some abuse was unacceptable and that he'll never accept it. Then he elaborated on those comments after saying. That like he's fine with being criticized however you want when the game isn't being played, but as soon as like the ref blows his whistle, he thinks, you know, fairly that fans should not or should just support the team and stuff. And the fact that they didn't a lot of times is something he'll never accept, and I would agree with that. Um, I, as again, as far as him staying or going, I have no idea what's going to happen. I I'm uh, not I have no idea. I'm leaning to I think he'll stay, but. I'm less sure now that we actually won this. I feel like if we'd lost it, he'd have had a better chance of staying be, or because he'd feel the need to fix it. But now that he actually has a high to go out on, maybe he'll leave. I genuinely don't know. Some of his quotes were interesting. Like, um, I'm actually keeping this medal as opposed to giving away because he usually give, or gives his winner's medals to staff. He said he's going to keep this one because it's special to him. You know, that's extremely vague and no one knows what that means, but speculation because that's yeah. how the world works. Um, as far as my opinion, I I love him so much, and I was so happy when we won it for him. I think there, to be fair, the coaching options seem to be kind of going away. But I think you could probably there's a chance at finding a better option out there. 
as a manager and as far as times to walk away walking away on the back from the FA Cup victory even if it wasn't the best best season overall isn't a bad one I I think he should probably go but you know what we won't be at FA Cup yesterday so fuck it I don't care um you're gonna beat that but it's fine um <laughs> it yeah it's I, I love him so much, so it's really hard for me to want to say, to say that he, I think he should go. But realistically, I think he probably should. But yeah, it is what it is, and I think he probably will. I think he will stay, but we'll know later this week, apparently. Interesting. Um, so yet again, we're probably still doing this too early. We were going to do it before the FA Cup. Obviously, you're glad we didn't yeah. do that. Now <laughs> we have to wait to see what happens with the. Wenger as well. I mean, he said you'll probably know Wednesday or Thursday. But he said we'll probably know in a month, like four months ago. So who knows? <laughs> actually, that's actually that's not true. We do have to know by the end of the month because he signed his contract on like like May thirty first and mm. three years ago. Interesting. So I guess we will know in a few days. Well, there you go. Um, what additions do you think Arsenal could make? Because obviously, falling out of the top four won't sit right with ownership. Um, do Do you think that this? Uh, fabled war test will actually be available this summer and if so who do you think you could be targeting in fairness we have actually spent quite a bit of money over the last couple of years as far as the fabled war test goes but and we actually we're actually really bad at selling players we need to improve on that but that's a whole other thing um as far as additions a lot of it depends on whether we stay with three at the back or four at the back which depends on the manager because you know if benger goes no one has a clue if he stays if he stays up until the last couple of games, I would have said he'd probably switch out of it. But now I'm not sure. Now I think he might stay with it if he stays. Because um, we probably need another central midfielder regardless. Because as, as, as well as Jacques and Ramsey have worked together, you know, Ramsey has fitness issues. Um, so we're going to have to have at least cover, if not a replacement for him in central midfield. Um, we are apparently already bringing in a left back, which is a a dire need because Monreal's legs are he's old his legs aren't great and Gibbs is very bad at the footballs um but apparently we're bringing in Sanad Klasnic from Schalke the Bosnian left wing back slash left back slash apparently played very far forward this season so left mid I don't know something in that general position he's a left back he's supposed something to be good in that he was big in the team. left side he was in the Bundesliga team season he's free you know, <laughs> quote unquote free obviously wages but right. he's a free transfer so it seems like a good signing. There's nothing. There's no obvious red flags to say this is going to go wrong. So that seems good. It, obviously, if Alexis leaves, we're going to need to replace him for striker um, or a goal scoring winger. Depends on where we play him because he obviously played half the season at striker and then got moved to like a left forward position once we switched to three at the back and was playing left wing for some the time before that. But um, then, as far as striker. If if we buy goal scoring winner winger to replace Lex, we probably need a striker because you can't trust Welbeck's knees. Um, I'm kind of assuming Lucas Perez is going to leave because he barely played this season, which is a shame because he was nice in the minutes he played. But um, and I I feel like Lujiru will stay, but if we get a big offer, we should probably accept it. As much as I love him, he doesn't really fit very well with the ideal player profile we want as a striker because he's not very mobile. But so we could bring in a striker. I don't know names we could bring in a goal scoring midfielder i don't know names we've already got a left back we're probably good at center back right back i'll maybe bring in a backup i don't know maybe chambers will stay um 
Actually, I, I want to pause there on right back. What have you made of Bellerin's regression, and do you think it's been as severe as fans from other clubs seem to think it is? I think he's been playing the second half of the season hurt, quite frankly, because that, like I said, we do need a backup at right back because we don't have one. Um, yeah, we literally don't have one. We have Matthew Debushi, who is somehow still at the club, and Wenger hates him and won't play him. Um, but, uh, Remember that time he hurt his shoulder and then was gone forever? I know. Just never came back because Bellerin took his spot, and then Debushi apparently had a very bad attitude about it, about being back up after that so Wenger kind of hates him yeah that's a mm. thing um <laughs> and he's still out the club because like I said we're bad at selling players um but yeah I I think Bellerin's fine I think he's very good and he's had and he had a very once he came back into the side after he was dropped to get after the whole palace fiasco after that when he came back in after Oxide Chamberlain hurt his was it hamstring one of those muscles um he was very good again I think he's good. I think he's young. He's he is young. That is a fact. That is true. That's not an opinion. Um, I think he's very good, and I think his regression is at least partially due to injury because I don't think he's been fit for a good amount of the season. He had an ankle injury that he came back from it. And he still never really looked the same. So again, that's pure speculation, but I don't really think he was fit a lot of the season, which is poor management, but. You know, it's not his fault. Mm. Interesting. Um, but I assume you think he's still good enough to be your starting right back next season? Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Um, all right. Uh, what do you think your goals will be next season? Will it just be to get back into the Champions League via whatever route, kind of the way Manchester United approached it this season? Or do you think you could bulk up enough to, to maybe put on another title challenge? Where do you think you're going to be aiming next season? Um, I mean, as there always is, there's a difference between where we're going to be aiming and where I think we can realistically finish because we're going to, you know, our fans are, well, you, you know, everyone knows my opinion on our, or knows how I feel about our fans and how I think they're a bit <laughs> spoiled and unrealistic at times. Um, they're obviously going to want the title. Whoever is manager and the board will say we're going for the title. I think it's more about getting back into Champions League. I think the Europa League will destroy any title challenge as that we could put up. And even without the Europa League, I'm still not sure we'd have a great chance. Or if, if we had Champions League over Europa League. If we had no European football, maybe we would. But it's I, I don't think we have a shot at the title next year unless we go insane this summer. And even if we do, City are also going insane this summer. So, you know, I don't think we have much of a shot at the title. I think it's about getting back in the top four and maybe doing well in the Europa League. Because as much as it sucks to be in it, we could we would at least have a decent chance of winning it. Until, you know, Bayern finish third in the Champions League group and then knocks out in round 16. But let's not talk about that till it actually happens. Because um, that's definitely happening. But <laughs> if that doesn't happen, we could have a decent chance at winning the Europa League. Because, you know, United just did it. Liverpool got to the final last year. Chelsea won it a few years ago. It's a winnable competition. And we tend... Uh, Wenger still doesn't have a European trophy on his resume. Even if this isn't one he'd want, if he's still here. Well, you kept it's insisting something. on being um, in the Champions League. That just sounds like user error. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, what was it? When Liverpool got to the final last year, everyone was like, "Oh, you know, European trophy." Even though they didn't win it, but it's like, well, yeah, because we're never bad enough to be in the Europa League. <laughs> it's such a weird competition. 
it's it's such a weird like once if it's such an insult unless you win it then you're kind of like free from the insults but if you do anything less it's like this is, why are you in this in the first place it's bad so hopefully we win it so we avoid all that stuff and there we get go. to talk about it with a not terrible feeling yeah but yeah i think it next year's gonna be about getting back into the champions league um at least from a realistic point of view yeah that definitely makes sense uh any final thoughts um, Granite Jock is good. Shut up, everyone. Uh, <laughs> genuinely, he's been, what what? Well, he's been actually, good this let's season. get into this because we talked about it on the last full show that you were on um, about uh, how he and Wanyama don't play similar roles. What role do you see Jaka playing long term in this Arsenal side? If you're going for an obvious comparison, um, this is a ceiling. I'm not saying he is this person, but Xavi Alonso is essentially the kind of player he's like, where he's. He's a deep lying playmaker who can also defend, but he's meant to like you know pick a team, pick a deep lying team apart. That was what we really struggled with last season. Teams would drop into low blocks, and we'd suck. We once Cazorla left, we didn't really have anyone to pick them apart with like a Coughlin, Ramsey, Flamity, Ramsey, Elneny, Coughlin, any combination of those players midfield, and Jaka. That's kind of his role to dictate the game and pick teams apart when they sit back against us. He's He's decent in transition. He's not Cazorla in transition or Conte in transition, but he's still good enough. And he he's actually benefited a lot from the move to three at the back because he's had more. I think he's had more behind him. And he's been less isolated because a lot. I'd say a lot of his problems this season were structural because he mm. found himself isolated a lot in really bad positions. Because our well, that's that's a Wenger thing. He's not the best at structuring a team because he's all about the open flowing football but that can often time leave players in bad positions without options to pass to and exposed on counterattacks but he's benefited a lot from the switch and i think he's he's a good player i i, I will die on that hill too he's a good <laughs> player and he's not had any i wouldn't say he's had like a eight out of ten se- or eight or nine out of ten season but he's had at least a six like he's if the criticism at him has been very much over the top, yeah. and I refuse to believe otherwise. <laughs> and a lot of it is because people keep comparing him to other players. It's even like um, when people are comparing Wanyama and Conte, and they don't even play the same roles. Yeah, even they're um, not the same. Like yeah. they're closer because they're both destroyers. But even then, like Conte's, that's Conte's really underrated with the ball, like turning trend or turning defense into attack. Whereas yeah. Wanyama is he moves pure destroyer. Lot. Wanyama just but yeah. Conte's like Conte's a really good dribbler. That's the most underrated part about him. He's actually he can do stuff with all his feet. He's good at turning. He's fantastic in transition phase. If a yeah. team's going to sit against him, he's a weakness. But he, yeah. in transition once, phase, once they figured out the Matic Conte combination, is when things really took off, as well as the switch to the back three. But yeah. that's overreported. I think getting those two to work in the midfield was underreported. Um, one last yeah. uh, question for and, you. I just thought about while you were talking I, well, about. Well, actually, since last summer, it was. I think you, or you specifically said, like, you, know, you don't want Conte, but you want Xhaka. The whole thing I said after that, when teams sit against or sit deep against Conte, he's not as good. That's the whole reason. Because yeah. Xhaka, that is what he's there for. And that was what we needed. And he's done it relatively well, even significantly better since we switched to back three, because it's just so much better for him. But, yeah. like, that's his job. That's what he does. He's very good at that. That's his thing. His range of passing is phenomenal. And especially once we get another mobile fullback, because Bellerin's obviously really quick, and so is Oxley Chamberlain who plays there. And Nacho, as intelligent and as good as he is, and he's very good, he doesn't have legs, and he's very slow. And Jacques, one of Jacques' big strengths is pings out to the fullback to quickly switch play. 
and quickly and like pin opposition teams back, and he can't do that as well when he's only got one fullback who can move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I think I think Granite Jack is good at football. Good. And when you were talking about your else. central midfield options, uh, one name that is noticeably absent, despite the fact he will be returning to you quite shortly, is Jack Wilshire. What, what do you think? I don't want Jack training? Wilshire go away. Yeah, long term. <laughs> Just ship him uh, off, see look, what he's not good. Okay. I'd love to, but the broken foot's going to make that hard. Yeah. All right. Was just like, curious. He's not. He's never thought. fit, and even when he is fit, yeah, he's not. He's uh, and yeah, no, that's totally fair. It's more. That's how strongly I feel about it. Yeah. Um, like he's not, not, not keep them both and fit. just see if one of them is fit between him and Cthulhu at any given time. Ugh. That's the thing, though. He's never fit, but even when he is fit, he's not that good. Yeah, that's like, true. He did not have the season at Bournemouth that, that many good. people expected. For sure, he he was dropped halfway through. Yeah. He's a, he's a name, and he had, you know, the game in Barcelona. He was legitimately good a while ago, but he's – it is the what does he do. He doesn't score. He doesn't – he's not a very good defender. His, his defensive contribution is not very good. In fact, that was a theory for why he was being – why he was staying fit at Bournemouth because if you looked at his defensive contribution numbers, they were essentially zero. Mm-hmm. So the theory was like how is telling him don't defend, just try and be creative, which is good for Bournemouth. It's just not good enough for Arsenal. But so like he was – or – he was staying fit because he wasn't doing anything defensively, but to be good enough for Arsenal, his creativity isn't good enough to not do anything defensively. He just, I don't know what he does. Yeah. Outside of be Jack Wolf here <laughs> and be from Arsenal. Right. And yell about Tottenham from tops of buses. Yes. Uh, yell about Tottenham <laughs> at parades. All right. Fair enough. Well, uh, thanks so much for coming on uh, throughout the season and obviously for doing this segment. Congratulations on winning the FA Cup, much as it uh, saddens me. Uh, tell the folks where they can find you during the offseason. Uh, yeah, you can f- mainly find me at Twitter at the underscore jersey underscore fits. Uh, sadly, Arsenal won't be conceding. Well, good Arsenal won't be conceding goals, but sadly, that means I will not be tweeting out dog pictures. But I'll tweet out some other stuff that can is hopefully not? interesting to you. What, what about like uh, uh, under twenty World Cup or Confederations Cup? We don't get any dog photos from those. How about yeah? Alexis is playing in the Confed Cup. All right, fine. When Chile score, when Chile concede, if I'm watching, I'll, I'll tweet out dog photos. <laughs> Got to keep the brand strong. Yep, love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, find me, on Twitter, find me on Twitter, at the underscore jersey underscore fits. Awesome. All right, well, thanks so much, Dan. Congrats again, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. <laughs>